so Ben Affleck is back. Well, he's not back yet. He's rumored to be back <laughs> as Rep- Batman. Reprising the role of a lifetime <laughs> uh, as a cameo in the new Flash movie, Ezra Miller. And Michael Keaton, too, you said. The role that led him to be an alcoholic. Well, I thought he was an alcoholic before. Maybe. And then he probably had a particularly bad time with it during that film. I don't know. I don't know how he can put on that much mass as a person. <laughs> as oh, a human man. He was, he was a little chunky. I, but in a good way. I'd never seen a human being that thick before. I didn't know they could come that thick. <laughs> what I meant to say was, uh, it's oh impressive. He's an excellent performer, a true professional to change his body like that, like Christian Bale. But enough about Ben. Let's talk about a real hero. Scotty Pippen. <laughs> what are we doing today? Today, we're going to be talking about The Last Dance, the Netflix documentary series about Michael Jordan's career, culminating in his yeah. final trophy. Yeah, really, I guess his whole career, except for when he came out of retirement a second time. Didn't really go into that. However, oh yeah, today we're doing a short podcast. Quick cast. Pop-cast. About a Netflix and ESPN production about, well, what is it about? Michael Jordan. It's about Michael Jordan. The legend. The man, the myth. The it's, it's about the... Chicago Bulls as a team. The 90s Bulls. The 90s Bulls. <laughs> Did you ever have the, the good fortune of watching a Michael Jordan game, even if it was just on television? Yeah, I watched them all the time. I was just playing junior basketball when Jordan was hot, so... Oh, really? Yeah. All of my teammates were really into the Bulls and Jordan and... How could you not be caught up in Jordan fever? And the documentary makes that so clear. (laughs) Yeah. This whole documentary covers Michael Jordan's life. It also covers the Bulls, uh, the Chicago basketball team with the mascot of the Bulls. Multiple Bulls. Uh, Losing franchise. Before Jordan got to the Bulls, they were the... The circus. The traveling cocaine circus or something like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Michael Jordan details an account from when he joined the team as a rookie happening in a hotel room in that first season and all the all of his teammates were just he said there were lines over here there were people smoking over here there women. was women over here yeah things he'd never seen in his whole life it follows jordan's life it follows the moment that he came to the team of the chicago bulls in 84 and then every year that came after that until the year of 98 and in the year of 98 uh was the last year that phil jackson was the coach they called it the last dance because it was the last dance of that specific team that was winning so valiantly yeah i didn't realize phil jackson had coined the term because he liked to give each of his seasons a theme and a name like a yeah like a title yeah and so he called the final season they were together as a team to hopefully secure that sixth trophy the last stands it was fascinating phil jackson was besides michael jordan and what he's achieved phil jackson was one of the other like engaging characters of the documentary phil jackson was a different thinker than a lot of other coaches and michael jordan repeatedly throughout the episodes throughout his career was saying how no other coach would let them as teammates and as players do what they did. No other coach would let Rodman disappear for multiple days at a time, come in and out of the practices and team and games like Phil Jackson did. Because even by the time that he arrived as the coach of the Bulls, he was so seasoned and veteran, not not only in coaching, but in playing and also in his philosophy in life. He was doing yoga. There was like 
showed a scene where he was doing yoga with the bulls like in the early 90s, like before yoga was even what it is now. Huh. He introduced a lot of these Eastern, Mid-Eastern philosophies into his coaching, which is just so fascinating. He's such an interesting fellow. The thing that like is even more interesting is after he basically got let go, he was told he had one more year, which is the last dance year, the 98, 1998, which is uh, what the documentary is about for the most part. After that, he went to the Lakers and then the Lakers basically reigned and he was the coach for the Lakers uh, throughout the 2000s. The Lakers won... Like Kobe and Shaq and the crew? Yeah. goes to show that a good coach and determination from the players and good teamwork and leadership can really lead to these sensations. Really what it was, I think, was these legacies. These are historical, monumental dynasties that are very rarely found in the sports avenue. Almost never in yeah. real life because it feels like a fairy tale. One of the sports writers was saying Jordan was just so good as a player. He can only think of three legendary athletes that were on that par. Babe Ruth, Muhammad Ali, and Michael LeBron Jordan. James. No, oh, and Michael, Michael Jordan. Jordan. I thought it'd be really interesting if, because like I was saying, Phil Jackson went from the Chicago Bulls to the Lakers, if they did like a season two of The Last Dance, but with the Lakers. That would actually be really cool. And you'd have all those great names in there. Yeah, and you wouldn't have to even call it the last dance. You can call it whatever, but... The next dance. Yeah, but you still have the same kind of feeling, editing style, tone, because you have Phil Jackson. I think it'd be really, really cool. You could make a series, maybe, out of that, and then you could have another series like that where you follow Steve Kerr's Golden State Warriors. That's That's cool. It's so funny that Steve Kerr was the one who led that team through that time. Yeah, right. That is really funny. So just goes again to speak on the legacy of the bulls in the 90s the bulls the 90s bulls <laughs> it was just the, this fascinating documentary about these people that were striving for an achievement that was unprecedented at the time it was one of the most engaging documentaries i've ever seen it's incredible the footage that they had how they during that final year the team and the players the organization had given press full access to unprecedented access yeah like you'd never seen and they were following all these characters throughout the year yeah and i guess never really did anything with the footage until now and they can tell that story like 20 years later as these players and these individuals are reflecting on their careers it was crazy these people scanned all the footage it looks like it was just shot yesterday it's like if you could go back in time and film all of the events of 1998 Chicago Bulls today. It's like watching that. It's unbelievable. It's awe-striking to behold. Yeah. Even outside of that, it was, like you said, it was very good. The way it told the story was really interesting to Mm -hmm. me, how it went sort of back and forth between the timelines. And then over the course of the series, it sort of goes into the different characters on the team, right? Yeah. Starts with Jordan and then And it always always has that where it sets up what's going on in 1998 and then rewinds the clock and then does something in the past and then goes back to 98 and presents a new problem that usually leads into the next episode. So the storytelling is extremely good. It's fantastic. The way that it told the story, the way that it was edited. It's very tense, even though you know the history of it all. Yeah. That's another thing is I didn't know a lot of the drama that was going on behind the scenes. It's like, what the freaking... What's the guy? Klaus? Goddamn Jerry Krause. Jerry Krause. Klaus? Peter Klaus. That's the guy from Umbrella Academy, I think. (laughs) (laughs) It's interesting because you have this guy that's obviously the villain of the story who's ruining almost potentially ruining this dynasty yeah and then the the team owner and some other people are speaking kindly of him that he was a nice guy generally speaking but he just had this complex what they call the little man complex where he just couldn't lord farquad 
Yeah, essentially. And he could not go uncredited. And so he tried to sabotage yeah. these players. He was jealous of Scottie Pippen and Michael for getting all the attention. He would Imagine try to, being try to weasel himself in there. And he, of a god. He's like five foot. It's so funny to watch. It's like yeah. watching one of the dwarves from The Hobbit walk around and be all upset about everything. But he was the GM. And even though he's the reason the Bulls broke up in 98, they were also crediting him to their success. You know, yeah, they, they said like, he did his job well. He was also one of the reasons that the Bulls were so hot in the 90s. Pippen, Pippen hated him. Everyone hated him. Rodman. They would show clips of these players making fun of him yeah. to his face. Pippen at one point blew up at him and threatened to quit the team. Fun fact that surprised me that I didn't know. It was actually Jerry Krause that brought Phil Jackson to the Bulls in the first place. He was the guy that got Phil Jackson his start, essentially. And then he was the guy that ended up saying... Yeah, before that, Phil was coaching in, I think it was Central America or something. Yeah, and then he became the assistant uh, in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And then just rose up the ranks and became, yeah. you know, the coach of the dynasty. Honestly, I could not recommend this enough, even if you don't care at all or know anything about sports or basketball or the Bulls in the 90s. Yeah. This would be a documentary that it will educate you. You'll learn all that information. It doesn't matter. And it's also extremely historical and it follows how much of a socioeconomic impact that Michael Jordan had an influence as a celebrity in the 90s. He's one of the sole reasons that Nike is as big as it is today. Um, Worldwide. about that worldwide sensation there's not probably a single Global person sensation. Yeah. that didn't know his name or yeah. doesn't know but yeah i would agree with steven i can't recommend it <laughs> enough even before steven recommended it to me i follow someone who had no interest in basketball or sports really at all and he got completely hooked on the last dance just because of how well it was made and like we said the ubiquity of this character of this legacy so. it's, it's incredible i want to watch it again to be honest yeah um and I've never said that about a, a docu-series. Except Lost, the docu-series the Lost. The docu-series Lost, yeah. <laughs> they have a tribute to Kobe in there, too, which is cool. They show footage of him, and he said, I wouldn't be what I am without Michael Jordan teaching me. And so they're friends. And That's awesome. Yeah. There was this healthy competition that Michael Jordan had with everyone, not just Kobe. But if you could go, what was it about Michael Jordan that made him so good at what he did? It would have been probably that he was so competitive. Mm-hmm. And he drove other people to he be there. He never, best. ever wanted to lose. And it's that determination to never lose. People are always saying how he had like another gear. You think he's like in his last gear and then he just goes into overdrive. Especially if you taunted him or made fun of him, he would just put you in your place immediately. Yeah, they said he never turned it off. He was always going 100%. It's just incredible to see, I think, what a human can achieve, especially when they put their mind and work ethic to it, because, you know, essentially he came from nothing. And he started in his freshman year in college as just another player. Yeah. And his co- his coaches at the time were talking about how he became Michael Jordan. He didn't even make the varsity team in his sophomore year of high school. He wasn't good enough. But he became great. Yeah. The legends are true. <laughs> and... And stay classy, San Diego. <laughs> Here's the uh, the intro to the oh, last the intro. Is so good. Play the intro now. First of all, there's no backstabbing going on here. It's time for me to move on. This will be Phil's last year as the coach of the Bulls. Are the expectations way too high? Where do we go from here? The only question, how long can it last? 